2: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everybody. Angels and light beings. I'm Dr. Pat. It's so great to be tuning all of you in and thank you for turning us on again. Uh, so excited about you know, life and about the fabulous people that I get to hang out with, that you get to hang out with. Uh, my friend and my colleague today, Francine Vale, good vibrations uplift the world. Yes, they do angels and light beings with francine of course many of you have heard her show you have been emailing her 24 7 and we're going to tell you a lot about what she's doing today in a minute but if you don't know um much about who she is i'm telling you she and i born in the bronx there we go But something happened to her in 1991, and something happened to me in 1991. This is like really eerie when I start to think about this again. You know, her spirit guide revealed himself to her, and the life that she once knew was going to change. And now we get to talk with her, not just about who she is and what she's doing, but as somebody that is out in the world helping all of us shine. You know, whether it is working with her as she's calling forth divine love, whether or not you're you're reading her book and having sessions and readings with her, or if you're working in the realm of the crystal library, it doesn't really matter. It's all about one thing. As she says in her book Song of the Heart, walking the path of light, it's about light and it's about love and she and I were just doing a little reminiscing about what it's like to grow up in New York City. And for those of you out there, you keep asking about the monkey bar story, I will send it to you. But today's show is all about good (laughs) vibrations, uplift the world with Francine Vale. Francine, it's great to have you here.
3: Oh, thank you, Pat. It's really wonderful to be here with you today. I'm just delighted, and everything here is going well, and so we're going to be talking about vibrations, and uh, there are so many different kinds of vibrations to talk about, and it's very important that people become aware of the kind of vibrations mm-hmm. that you're creating within yourself and sending out into the world. So that's yep. what we're going to talk about today. Well, and Let's talk about it.
2: You know, let's talk about the many layers of this because sometimes, you know, Francine, you know, we're living in a in a space and a time and we kind of get some levels of vibrations, but we don't really get, you know, when we're vibrating at a, a residency where we're just not, it's just not putting out good energy and then we get not so good energy back. Can you talk a bit about how this works?
3: Sure. Um, I'll do my best. Um, essentially i mean every single thing carries its very own vibration so when we are still in a still uh, place and feeling still we have our own true vibration it's when we begin to interact with other things that our vibration could shift a little but we still carry our own unique vibrational signal and that's for every human being, every human being carries its own unique vibration. In fact, every animal carries its own vibration. People who work with animals or pets know this. If you have five dogs and three cats, you know that each one has their very own vibration. And so does every plant. Every variety of plant carries its own vibration. And every blade of grass in a field of grass, every weed, and so on and so on, the soil carries its own vibration. Soil in one place has one vibration and several miles down or in another country has a different vibration. And that's how we get produce that comes from different parts of the world have different flavors. You can plant tomatoes in in, uh, Italy and it'll have a different flavor than if you plant it in Southern California. So the vibration is what we all are here on Earth and along with every other thing that is here. Everything. Clouds have their vibration. Everything that we can see, feel, touch, hear in third dimension carries its own vibration even stones stones carry their own vibration and so um, that's very important to understand Now, there's a basic vibration that each thing carries and then there's a the vibration that occurs when something happens to it mm-hmm. or near it that shifts its vibration So we can see this very clearly uh, we can use anything as an example I could use a rose as an example. So the rose begins as a bud and we watch it open and flower, right? Now, if we have a very heavy rainstorm beating down and say there's hail, that could flatten the rose. Now the rose carries a different vibration than it did when it was in its flowering and opening time, right? Yeah. And so in that way, a blade of grass is living and breathing in its own way and carrying its own vibration when we walk on it we're stepping on it and now we have shifted the vibration of that grass Of course, grass will pop up when the sun shines and the rain comes down and so on but that's how vibrations are shifting all the time although there is a unique singular vibration to each entity so how does that how does that relate to us as human beings? If we carry a vibration of peace within us, anything that is not coming from a vibration of peace is going to feel discordant to us. And those are people who are very sensitive, and life becomes very challenging. On the other end of the spectrum, if people carry a vibration of rage, inside them everything that comes in contact with them is going to feel that vibration of rage and be affected by it and that person is affected by everything that comes close because if it's not if it's not in a vibration that can calm them but in a vibration that can stir things up that rage is going to come out and get even bigger. So that's how our vibrations are constantly shifting and we need to pay attention to how we respond to certain vibrations in people, in places, and in things, so that we can create a harmony in our life. That's very important, that's what we want to do, is create harmony in our life. So when we create harmony in our life, there will be times when we won't feel peaceful we will know how to handle it and there are times we will be excited but we won't be rageful because we're essentially coming to a place the peace and so um, harmony is the goal to each person balance and understanding our own unique vibration and the vibrations of the people around us is also very very important and it's you know I, I have a
2: question that kind of came in here and I uh, came in on the uh, last show, but it's really directed towards this show. And the question really has to do, Francine, about what we're talking about here today, and I'll see if I can summarize it, because it's actually a pretty long email. Um, The question really has to do with, is it possible to change the vibration of things, let's say, like politics, by not focusing on what is being said, but focusing on the opposite of it. And I think that's a great question. I think the question really is talking about media in general. You know, of course, you know, Francine, this is this is a number one positive talk show. What does that mean that people vote for a positive talk radio over and over and over again and say we want more of it? Why is that? Because perhaps we're on to something. But the question is coming up about how can we offset some of the negativity and and i guess it's like yeah of course we don't have to watch the news but sometimes we hear about it people talk about it what what Mm -hmm. would you say about that
3: well it's a question of the moment for sure i think it's Uh on all our minds it certainly is on my mind as well i personally do not have television. And uh, when I go someplace and I have access I will turn it on for a while and I recognize uh, the hypnotic energy of the TV we can turn it on to see what's happening in the news and then we can't turn it off point of it. it's on the rest of the day you know I- I've seen it happen to myself yeah. so um, the best thing is really to stay away from it because essentially politics um, I don't get involved in politics as a rule, um, I see it as uh, a false reality. Uh, people want us to believe things about them, it's very manipulative, and we get very confused because all the different vibrations are going out in every different way, Everyone's shooting their arrows at each other and up and down and all around and, and it becomes very confusing. So I try really hard not to get my politics from the TV. I have on my phone, I have the app for the New York Times and and, uh, CNN and a few other, and I'll check in in the morning to see that the rest of the world is still there and to see what the headlines are. You'd be surprised. We've all been around long enough. We can read the headlines, but we can almost write the rest of the story. So it's not really necessary to read every detail. As a matter of fact, the more we get into the details, the more confusing it gets. Yeah. So I try to stay with the headlines, and then I know that they're here or they're there and they're saying this and they talk about that, and I use my intuition when I look at their photographs and certain expressions that, the, that they're caught on. When, you, when you're when on your phone, you can see the videos yeah. about the start and you can see their expressions. So you can sort of gather for yourself. You see, that's a big part of my work, is teaching self-empowerment. We must become self-empowered to the point where we can say to ourselves, I don't trust this one, I don't trust this one, and look at them all, and don't be afraid to say I don't trust anybody. (laughs) You know, we have to really become very self-empowered, because politics is all about manipulation. And if you look back, how often do we actually see whoever wins giving us what was promised and uh in that way if we see that we have to have longer term memories or you know just pay attention um we don't often get what was promised Mm -hmm. and so the promises aren't really where it's at but promises are manipulative and even in our own world people around us make promises all the time (laughs) that they forget about and they don't keep. I think we all have that experience. Mm. So we cannot listen to the promises. We have to use our intuition. And i got to tell you, it doesn't matter who you are. You do not have to call yourself a psychic. You do not have to think of yourself that way. But we all have our intuition. And where is it? It's located in our gut. We feel it in our stomach. We feel it. We just feel when People are talking. We can feel it. We have to learn to trust that. Yeah, That's really our fading grace, is self-empowerment. And, mm-hmm.
2: um, well, and you I'll know, part of this, too, is looking at the words we speak, you know, and, and having a sense of what comes out of our mouths and how much power they have. You know, sometimes we'll say things or we'll hear things, and we don't really have a sense of the fact that what I've just what I've just said or what I'm sharing has an infinite ripple effect in the world, and exactly. we think we're just one person, kind of sitting here listening to the show, and we don't have much impact. But how how do the words we speak uh, affect uh, the world? Affect our lives? How much power do they have?
3: Actually, every word we speak carries its own vibration, and that vibration is coming from us. So when we are speaking our truth, then people hear that truth. It's in the tone of our voice. It's in the intention that we put into our words. It it goes beyond the accepted meaning of the words, but it's more about how the words themselves are affected by our tone and our intention. And this is why we have so much difficulty with communication. I myself know that I speak in a very positive way. If I have anything to say that's not positive, I immediately feel a little sick inside myself. So that's my warning to myself that I not not should go I should not go there because I start to feel it, you're going down the wrong path. There's enough people talking about negative things. My role in this world is to focus on the positive. And so I try to do that. But even though I do that, I can tell when I'm with someone, they're kind of not sure. Maybe they're, they have their own ideas about me, or maybe it's jealousy, maybe it's um, not understanding where I'm coming from. And I can just tell that they are having, they're making up their mind. They're not listening 100%. They're already forming an opinion. And then I'll back up. I'll very easily, quietly um, stop talking about that because there's no purpose in going further. So I do like in-person conversations as often as I can, so that I can uh, gauge how the effects of my words are going. You know, but in this day and age, um, we how do we communicate? We communicate through electronic communication, emails, and text messages. And a text message is the lowest point, and I like to use that just for where are you now, what time are we meeting, I'm coming, are you there yet, I'm going to be late, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Or I sent it out, you know, I got it, things like that. Right. immediately thing. trying to tell a big, long story on a text, sometimes oh. I've done it with my own daughter. And she comes back at me and she says, what does that mean? <laughs> what did you mean by this? So then we decided, you know, let's do emails so when we can't talk. At least in an email, you're writing a full sentence. So what's the best thing? When we're together and we talk. We look in each other's eyes. and um, But today, the style really is you know mass communication, what we're doing now. So that's why we have to be very careful of how we express ourselves. So I hope and pray that when I speak, the messages that I have are going out with my intention of love and kindness out into the world, and um, you can't see my hands moving. Uh, all you can rely on is my voice, and the tone, and how it relates to you. And the other part of it is, like we can chuckle when we're when we're talking, and uh, hear hear laughter in our in our voice sometimes. But how can you communicate humor? When you're writing a text, you know, sometimes I try and I say, wait a minute, that, that, that may not be taken if the person is reading it and they're in a bad mood. That could come well off bad, you know? So then we got the introduction of emotons, right? Right. Is that, is that how you say it? And I love using them. I love using a rose. I love using certain funny ones where they're sticking out their tongue and pushing their eyes closed. You know, I try to do that and I know a lot of people are, and that's great. It's one one picture can say a lot more than um, you know the words itself. And when we're in a good mood, we want we want to transmit that. We want to definitely want to try to transmit that electronically. And so, make no mistake, the electronics have their own vibration. And it's my feeling that the vibration of the electronics is not neutral. It's not neutral. I think the vibration of electronics veers a little bit towards the negative. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you're typing, it goes so fast, you can just type (laughs) out something so fast, it's just coming off the top of your head, and that may not be what you would exactly say.
2: Yeah, don't you love the other thing too now, where you can actually record your text message, right? And you're recording your text message, and it goes in, and you don't look at it. And all of a sudden, you're sending a message to somebody that is totally <laughs> not what you wanted to say. And exactly. then you can't take it back once it's out there. You know, right. even though it's recorded in your voice and, you know, whatever the technology is that translates it, right? You know, right. we think, well, wait a minute. You know, all is well, but it all is not well. And, you know, what we're trying to...
3: Seen... Yeah, okay. yeah, go ahead. I've actually seen, uh, I don't see it so much. I used to see it more with, this, with the uh, correction on the on the phone. I've actually seen myself type a word and see it translated on the screen to a different word, and sometimes that word was the exact opposite. I don't know how that happens. So you really have to reread before you hit send and make sure that the computer in there hasn't changed what you meant.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But you know, we're talking about this in terms of the vibrations and that's how it starts. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking yeah. about today's show with Francine Vail, about how our thoughts, our words, our action affect our own health, the well being of those around us and the yeah. greater world beyond. We're talking yeah. about things like negative gossip, you know, what yeah. happens when we're using negative language and 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 then, what happens if we direct it at others? but But even most importantly, I think for this Francine is we direct some of this negative language at ourselves. I mean, yes. how often have you heard somebody literally talk about themselves in a negative way and not even understand what the impact of that is? Well,
3: that's very important, Pat, um, because as a healer, I feel. The importance of self-love cannot be stressed enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: If we stop and think of the messages we send to our own bodies, it's horrifying, and we have to become aware of the messages that we send to our own bodies, especially women. When we mm-hmm. look, you know, a guy, a guy can have a belly hanging out, he's on his shorts, <laughs> and he goes out to the beach. And he doesn't care, <laughs> right? He just doesn't uh-huh. bother him. The man that doesn't was my say, dad. I'm not going to the beach because look at my stomach. They go, right? But what do women do? We stand there, we look at ourselves in the baby, and we say, "This is terrible. I'm not going to the beach this summer." And so we we we, we come into a place where it's almost natural to have negative thoughts and words about our very own bodies, and. Um, this is picked up, you know, we have, we have a, a circulatory system that carries our blood to every point in our body, and one of my healing uh, meditations is to let the essence of divine love go into the circulatory system and bring golden light, the essence of divine love, to the blood system and purify the blood, and it works. And that's because our blood, as it's flowing through our body, is picking up the vibrations of every part of our body. Think about that for a second. Take a minute and think, even I don't think about it every minute. Think about it. So if we are looking at a part of our body that we don't like and the blood is circulating, the blood is picking it up. (laughs) And our blood is very important. So we really have to learn how to be self-nurturing, self-loving, this has nothing to do with egotism, it's about good health, treating ourselves nicely to that nice cup of tea that we enjoy. I drink tea all day long and I mix it up, I have different ones that I like a lot and one day I'll drink one kind of tea and I'm in the mood for berry tea, another day I'll drink chai tea. I just, but Keep drinking that tea. The tea has a good vibration in it, when it especially when it's organic. And um, whatever we eat, everything we eat that's going into our body has a vibration. If we are eating GMO foods, we are bringing the energy of chemicals into our body. And we know that a lot of it is poison to our body. So we have to become, at this time on Earth, extremely aware. Of every single thing we do In terms of vibration And when we're shopping And I have a bargain On some kind of food I bought, I bought blueberries the other day And it was a little cheaper Which I don't I usually buy organic blueberries And they are delicious
2: yeah. And they
3: taste like they were just picked From the blueberry bush I love them like, I just can't stop eating them But I bought blueberries And I knew that they were But I hadn't had the organic in a few days And I really wanted them and it was raining, and I just picked them up. I brought them home. I couldn't eat them. They were all tiny and crushed. They didn't have a good flavor. They had <laughs> a hard surface. They just weren't good. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to force myself to eat them because I bought them. Right. Um, if they aren't good, they're going to bring a bad vibration into my body. And so, um, you know, very, very mindful living right now is what's called for. Mm
2: hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. mindful, and you're going to help us with this today. You know, for those of you just (laughs) tuning in, Francine Vale Vale is joining us here today. Angels and light beings, good vibrations uplift the world. You know, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, Francine's going to tell us about an exclusive, uh, you know, way to help all of us step into this higher vibration. We're going to share that. We also have in the show today, a general healing uh, will be done and it'll be accompanied with a guided meditation and Francine's going to explain why that's so important. You know, for those of you out there that are that are tuning in, you know, the vibration of life and thriving has its own set of characteristics. When we come back, we're going to talk about how we can help with one of the fastest growing epidemics we have right now in in this country and that is depression. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. I'm Dr. Pat Francine Vale joining me here today. Good vibrations uplift the world. We'll be right back.
0: miles outside Chicago. Can't stop driving. I don't know why. So many questions. I need an answer to his latest. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the ascended masters and archangels. You will not be the same. Visit Transformation Talk Radio .com for show dates and times, and lesliefontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Are you ready for a radical shift in your way of being? Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Awakened Living Radio is a show dedicated to helping you embrace a life filled with profound peace, connection, and happiness. T.J. Woodward is passionate about helping you find your clarity, balance, and purpose. Join co-host T.J. Woodward and Dr. Pat Basilli on the first Monday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for Awakened Living Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Access Consciousness is coming back to Seattle this April for three amazing events. Mark your calendars. April 20th through the 22nd is the Access Consciousness Body Classes, created by Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Heer, facilitated by Dr. Glenna Rice. Explore verbal processes and hands-on bodywork that will unlock the tension, resistance, and dis-ease of the body by shifting energy dynamically. April 23rd through the 25th is the Advanced Access Body Class with Gary Douglas. What if you could undo a whole lot of limitations that you have locked into your body and create an alteration of the way your body functions? Then, on April 26th at 7 p.m., join Gary Douglas for the Abuse Hold class. This is the first time ever that this dynamic process is being presented in a class format. Find out more about these Access Consciousness April events in Seattle by visiting transformation.events. That's transformation.events.
2: Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Pat. Many of you have heard me talk about the Lyme disease epidemic going on right now in the world. I want to tell you about my friends at Results RNA. They have now created an entire Lyme support system for immune system support, detoxification, rejuvenation, and neurological healing. Please visit ResultsRNA.com to learn more. And for first-time orders, you'll receive a special 10% discount. All you have to do is type in Dr. Pat at checkout. everybody welcome back angels and light beings with francine vale for those of you let me just tell you you can find out about francine in a in a number of different, different ways you can go to francinevale.com v-a-l-e.com or you can go to angelsandlightbeings.com um, find out um, a lot about what she's doing get a copy of her book and the other thing that we're going to be sharing here today in a second is that, you know, there is an email that you can send to Francine Angel Healer at gmail.com. That's Francine Angel Healer at gmail.com. And you can get uh, a, a just fabulous phone healing. Can you tell us about this? Because this is new. Uh, what you're doing yes. is going to be new for people. And tell us about it. I'm excited about it. Yes,
3: thank you, Pat. Uh, Yes, I'm offering now um, a phone healing 20-minute session with me for $50. And so send me an email and let me have your phone number and tell me what time is good to talk, and I will send you back how uh, how to proceed. And uh, that's how we'll start. And if you want to go further, you can always decide to go further but we'll begin with that 20-minute phone conversation and when you talk to me things go very quickly and i key in and it happens quickly so a lot happens in 20 minutes wow so i yeah
2: and i want to make sure that everybody has the email and uh what would you like them to to put in their emails when they send it to you francine angelhealer at com.
3: Yes, um, just put in uh, your phone number where you live, uh, you know, your time zone, and what times are good to talk. If you would like to tell me a little bit about yourself, you can. Uh, the introduction, save a few minutes on the phone, and um, and then I'll call you, okay? And so, I'll uh, give you instructions in my email, how to pay the $50 to PayPal. So, um that's all you have to do, and I think you'll be very pleased. Um, so I invite you all to do that. Wow. You like?
2: um, uh, tell us about the meditation we're getting ready to do.
3: Yes, thank you, Pat. Um, before in, in the other segment, we're talking about blood and how we look at our bodies and how we don't only send positive vibes to our own bodies. So I'd like to do a very brief meditation but it's very, very powerful. And I'd like you to know that I never write this down. It comes through me from my angels and spirit guides and the light beings that are around me for the moment and for the people that are either in the room or listening. Most of my life has been the people in the room. And so you're going to get what they see as what is needed right now in the world in general each one of you dear listeners is representing many many other people in the world they're all connected and so what you're feeling you can be sure that there are thousands of other people feeling the same thing and so that's the way this guided healing meditation is going to come through the goal of it is to raise your vibration and allow you to feel the peace and calm that you're capable of feeling, which is your authentic self. And so, Pat, should I proceed now? Would you like me to start that now?
2: I think think that this would be a great time to go ahead and do it. Okay. Um, So, please. Okay. All right. So, here we
3: go. Allow your body to relax and open to receive the healing energy and know that you are in charge the wider you open the more you receive if you hold yourself closed you may not receive exactly what you need it is all up to you so I encourage you strongly these are angels and light beings and spirit guides who work with me for all my life and specifically the last 25 years and nothing but goodness and love and healing has come forth into the world through them so my dear friends open to receive the healing and as you open coming down from the highest reaches of heaven is a beam of golden light and this is God light, angel light, coming down and entering your spinal column and filling your spinal column, which is the seat of your central nervous system. And you can feel the warmth of the light as it fills your spinal column. And the light radiates out today into your circulatory system, into your bloodstream. The golden healing light is the manifestation of divine love. And so, dear friends, the essence of divine love is flowing in your bloodstream. You can feel the light, you can feel the love, you can feel the warmth, and the light flows through your blood through your veins and blood vessels and capillaries purifying and cleansing your blood of all sadness and all sorrow of all negative thoughts of all pain of everything that accumulated in your thoughts and that went into your blood from the past in an instant the power of divine love purifies and cleanses And the golden light is dancing through your bloodstream. And you feel your blood growing lighter. And your body feels lighter. And you feel lighter. And you may even feel yourself smiling and feeling good. As the essence of divine love, dear friends, flows in your bloodstream. And it does not go away. It will stay in you. Hold on to it. Visualize it. Visualize it anytime you like. Even later tonight, visualize the essence of divine love in the form of golden light flowing in your bloodstream, and it is there. Because that is your power. You have the power to do that. And so, we say, offer offer our gratitude and love gratefulness to our angels and spirit guides and beings of light have facilitated the healing through my voice. Thank you.
2: Let's take a short break if we could, Benny. When we come back, we'll be talking about how can we raise the vibration? We'll make sure that everyone out there knows that we have lots of information we'd love to give you um, so that you can work with Francine directly. You know, if not now, then when? If not now to raise our vibration, then when? If not now to experience joy in the world, then when? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. Francine Vale, angelsandlightbeings.com is where you can find lots of information and talk about vibration. Take a look at that site. We'll be right back, everyone.
0: Discover the eight things the elements of prosperity want you to know. Lynn Brown is hosting a life-transforming, soul-expanding evening on April 30th featuring guest speaker and radio host Dr. Pat Basile. Lynn was guided to make this a by-donation event for entrance, and all proceeds will be donated towards uplifting the homeless community. For more information and to get tickets, visit eventbrite.com. That's eventbrite.com and type Lynn Brown in the search. Awaken to your radiant, authentic self.
1: For over 15 years, Soul Purpose Advocate Nancy Monson has been focused on leading change in the lives of those looking to live their true purpose. She is devoted to supporting people in living a soul directed life every day. Let Nancy help you overcome fear, worry, and doubt. Visit EverydaySpirituality.com to learn how Nancy can be your Soul Purpose
0: Advocate. Do you want to achieve your goals? Do you want to strengthen relationships with others? Do you want to improve your financial status? Colette Marie Steffen is partnering with Mark Kettenbach to bring you an Energetic Upgrade online experience launching in April. Unfold and develop your full potential. Visit EnergeticUpgrade.com today for more information. That's EnergeticUpgrade.com.
1: What if we really didn't have to die to go to heaven? Are you curious about the afterlife or rebirth? The highly anticipated new book from author Dr. Susan Allison, You Don't Have to Die to Go to Heaven, is available now. Find out how to find guidance and healing in the spirit realms. Order the book today and put it on your must-read list for 2016. Visit DrSusanAllison.com to learn more. How confident do you feel about your retirement? Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Pakman about the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach. Together, you and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get to the real answers you need. Call Jeff Pakman Financial Advisor today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800 in Bellevue, Washington 98004. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through AmeriPrize Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. AmeriPrize Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. Almost everyone at some time in their lives asks themselves, What am I? Most of our questions are ego generated and simply don't address the problem of our false self. It's time to relax your ego and embody your soul. Dr. Dan Cohen, neurologist, inventor, and author, has created Tools to Awaken, a new way to transform from who you thought you were into what you truly are. Visit toolstoawaken.com today.
2: welcome back it's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on wasn't that amazing and for those of you out there we're going to be pulling off that segment uh, where Francine just took us on this beautiful beautiful guided meditation we're going to be pulling that off and and Francine definitely will let you know how you can grab a copy of it but also today Francine you know the show is talking about vibration and sometimes I know for myself, I have not been able to shake it. You know, I come from a, a family that, you know, I've had you know people, loved ones that have been seriously depressed, and you know, really unheard and invisible. But you've set up something special where you're going to be working with people all over the world and help uh, help them come to this place where not not just about honoring our own journey but accelerating the expansive nature of goodness. Would you tell folks again the best way they can contact you to work with you directly?
3: Thank you, Pat. Uh, Just send an email to francineangelhealer at gmail.com. Give me your phone number. You can put in a paragraph about yourself and um, your hours that you're available for me to call you, you know, your time zone and uh, I will send you back uh, an email, we'll set up a time. And I love to work quickly, as soon as I get them, I try to process as quickly as possible, not to make you wait. Yeah. So sometimes you might wait a day or so, but definitely just send an email, Francine, Angel Healer at gmail.com. Wow. Thank you, thank you. Yes, you know, the work is big, and I know there are a lot of people listening, who are world servers, and uh, whatever you do in the world, that's helping people, whether you're a teacher or if you're working in the health industry, but you know yourself if you are world servers. And uh, that's what we were born to do, so essentially that's what we all are and need to spend all, most of our time doing. And we can do that, whatever else we're doing, to earn a living. And basically being kind, being kind to other people, being kind to one another. Uh, When when somebody feels that they're attacked, um, they get depressed, and they may be depressed the rest of the day. And if it's a depressed person that feels attacked, then it's even worse. So we don't know who anybody is or what they're feeling inside them. We only see the front of the person, the the superficial front that we see. So that's why it's very important to be kind to one another. Very, very important. And in your own way, by offering kindness and not just being kind to people who um, it's easy to be kind to, but to go out of your way to be kind to people. And um, that helps us relieve our own depression and it helps other people. Because I think in these times, many of us have, in the back of our minds, a depressed feeling. You know, there's a lot of fear going around, and we have to fight that all the time. And to me, the way to fight it is by becoming a higher frequency, more spiritual, and seeing the world from a higher place. And then you just don't get so depressed because you see it's more of what it is. And... um I forgot what your question was, Pat. I got lost in my own dialogue. Well, you know,
2: I think you're talking about it. You're talking about, you know, a state of affairs that we have right now. And someone asked me uh, not too long ago, why did I think this was going on? And, you know, part of my answer, Francine, had to do with the day and age we live in and the world we live in.
3: I mean, if Mm -hmm. you want to go
2: back 100 years, and yes, please do. Please go back 100 years. You know, Mm -hmm. the only sphere of influence that you had really was your neighborhood you know my family came over and they built a community in their neighborhood right today because of the digital arena we live in the world is our neighborhood and that is a fundamental change and in a hundred years if you think about it even less than that because this transition happened in about um, I, I, and I'm going to go on a, 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 go out on a ledge here for a minute that this transi- transition happened within a 30 year period you sure. know we went from not knowing who our coworkers in another country were to now seeing their faces on a Skype tube um, and so the world we're living in is at some way bringing us all together And we're now having to manage so many dynamics, so many different aspects of emotions. You know, when the guy wrote the book on emotional intelligence, you know, one of the things that I think, you know, I would have loved for him to connect about are the nuances of misunderstanding. And what I mean by that is you touched upon it earlier. You know, I studied the consequences of broken promises for eight years in school. It's called psychological contract violation in academic terms. The bottom line is that we're living in a world where we're all connecting with each other, but we're not getting to know each other. And is don't you feel there's a sense of loneliness in this? Why do we think Facebook is so popular? Yes, yes. And, you know, uh, it's very important uh, for people
3: to understand. I attended a 20-hour uh, conference at Cooper Union uh, last year and the year before all about technology and its effect on humanity. These were all scientists, researchers, professors, people who spent their lives involved in this and the consensus was at the end of the 20 hours the final the final couple of hours was this is not good for humanity because as you said your family created a community yeah. and my, my growing up years, I had my mother, my father, my grandma, and I had my aunts and uncles and cousins who were all living in the same apartment house. Yeah. The same, we just ran up and down the stairs, and yeah. we, visited. we didn't even close our doors. So right. then we had all the neighbors, and they left the doors open, and their relatives, and it really was a community. We all knew when we were crying, when we were laughing. We all knew when our neighbors were angry. We knew we knew each other, and we cared about each other. But we don't we don't get that in technology. We, it, yes, we are connected to people around the world, and I love it when you know my my connections on Facebook or from other countries. I love it. But um, and we can communicate to a certain extent. But it's it's like a little window is opening, and it's really nice. But we still need that human community. We can handle the, the, the technology better if we maintain alongside of it our human community. And that is why when people want to have long conversations with me uh, on the phone, I say, you know what, why don't we talking on the phone, you live down the block, you live across town, let's make an appointment for dinner. I'm eating by myself every night, you're eating by, let's meet for dinner. and sit for a couple of hours and talk and bring a couple of friends. And that's what we do. And I just did that the other day. It was wonderful. We didn't all know each other when we sat down. Each person, with some friends. But what an exciting conversation we had. What an exchange. And that's what we're missing in our lives. So we have to work harder at creating little community groups. And not necessarily exactly on your block, I have a community group, you know, a half-hour drive from where I live in another county. But that's great. I go up there and, you know, teach what I know. So mm-hmm. um, this is what we have to do, yeah. is stay connected to yeah. one another in a human way and make the best of our yeah. technology without letting it take us over.
2: Yeah,
3: That's very, very important.
2: Yeah, Someone asked me not uh, too long ago, Francine, I was doing something on another show that I was being interviewed, and they asked me what I remembered most about my childhood. And, you know, of course, I shared this earlier, the monkey bars. But the other thing I remembered, you know, as I came into sort of that junior high school, we lived a half a block from the junior high school, junior high school 101 in the Bronx. And what I remember is that junior high school 101 was open 24-7 24-7 almost, and it was like a community center. Yes, and you could go yes. in and play basketball, and that's where I started to play table tennis. And and that's, for me as a child, that's what I did with my loneliness.
3: Yes, yes. We did have community centers in the Bronx. We did. And <laughs> I, I used to go also to different places where right. kids, you could just walk in. You didn't have to pay a fee. You didn't have to join. You didn't have to sign up. You'd give your whole life story just walked in, you know, and you were there, and you weren't alone. And so um, I I think we have, each one of us, be very, very uh, mindful of the technology in our life and not let it take us over and really work at that and spend more time with our own family when we all, what would it be like if a family went out and everybody left their cell phones at home? you think we could survive a family dinner without our cell phones? I mean, I see families in a restaurant, and they're all sitting here on their own cell phones, you know, looking down instead of up at each other. So we really have to be cognizant. It's not going to take us to a good place. That was, the, that was the bottom line of the 20-hour conference that I attended. It was very intense. It was 10 hours each day. It was very, very intense. And these were high-profile researchers and brilliant people, and that was the uh, that was the final word. Yeah. It's not going to take it because we're becoming more robotic by staying connected to our uh, devices. We become more robotic, and uh, it just changes the way we communicate. So, please, uh, dear friends who are listening, be mindful of this. And I know that each one of you craves human connection and I encourage people that I work with to go out there if you're isolated, go out join a meetup, join anything, join your local religious uh, affiliation even if you don't feel religious, but if you do definitely go and be part of a community Uh, whatever your interest is it's very, very important that keeps you from getting depressed and you know
2: what, let's say this if you're thinking, yeah, I don't have, you know what? If you're living in, you're listening to this in Seattle, guess what? We go down and uh, go to the soup kitchen and feed people. And so there's always way to get involved. Francine, give out your website again and your email, and thank you for today. Sure. Uh, thank you, Pat. It's FrancineBale.com. And also the website for the radio
3: show is angelsandlightbeings.com. And my awesome. email address is francineangelhealer at gmail.com. And thank you, Pat, for mentioning the soup kitchen. Going out and helping other people is yeah. the curious, It's the fastest cure to depression. Yeah. When you go out and help other people, whatever your skill is, and if you have no skills, if you think you're not skilled, go to a soup kitchen and serve and help people and talk to people. Yeah. Everybody needs to it. All and don't forget it.
2: to smile. A smile in a soup kitchen, you will change somebody's life. Wow. Francine, thank you so much for today. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back.
3: The preceding audio was via a Skype call.